Thank you for joining Mind Your Brain. The mission of this podcast is to improve the quality of life for those affected by a brain injury. You are not invisible to us. We see you. We've walked in your shoes. Today, we are going to do something a little different and interview brain injury survivors, caregivers, senators, and professionals that are attending the Brain Injury Awareness Day at the Capitol Hill at the Capitol in Harrisburg, PA. I think their stories about advocating for this vulnerable population is worth spreading far and wide. My name is Candace Gant. I'm a traumatic brain injury survivor and founder of the Mind Your Brain at Penn Medicine Conferences and the executive director of the Mind Your Brain Nonprofit Foundation. I'm also proud to be on the board of the Brain Injury Association of Pennsylvania and co-chair of the Pennsylvania Brain Injury Coalition, working with the Pennsylvania Brain Injury Caucus in Harrisburg. So welcome. Our first guest is Senator Tim Carney, and I'm so excited to be in his office today and having him host this podcast. And I will introduce, I will ask him to introduce himself again and a little background, and then tell us why you're involved in this, in this momentous event today, the Rally on the Rotunda. Thank you, Candice. It really is my pleasure to, to be here. I'm Tim Carney. I'm the state senator, represents the 26th district in Delaware counties and parts of Chester County. Um, I'm in my first term, and I always considered myself to be a pretty aware person, aware of issues, aware of things that really affect people's lives. Um, so when soon after I got elected, uh, when I was contacted by this wonderful group of people, um, I was actually pretty shocked at the, at the um, certainly knew about traumatic brain injuries, but did not understand the, 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 uh, the sort of the breadth uh, and, you know, how common it is and the effect that it really has on, on people's lives. So since that, uh, that first time when people came into the office, some of our first constituent services uh, work happened around these issues. And uh, I've, I've become an advocate now where we're, we are uh, doing everything that we can do um, here in Harrisburg to try to, to, to move things along. But I will say that um, where we really need to move things along is at the grassroots level. It's the, it's the boots on the ground. It's the people who are out in their communities uh, spreading the word about this and being advocates in, in the best sense of the, of the word. Um, you know, we need to make sure people kind of really understand what the real issue is and what the, how we're kind of, uh, the, what the work is that we all need to, to do to make kind of sense. Cause we're, we're talking about people's lives here, people's lives that get completely upended and, and completely changed in the flash of a, of, of a, of a second for some, you know, some, some, what it says, traumatic injury. So it, it's, uh, we can do our part in Harrisburg, but we can only do our part in Harrisburg if we have people like you out in the communities doing their part and, uh, and letting their legislators know that, that this is an important issue that's important to them. And uh, we, more things happen in Harrisburg because of uh, real personal stories and explanations that people can, uh, can understand, people that think, uh, you know, stories that people can really relate to. Because a, a big part of being a senator is this kind of search for empathy. And uh, we, we just need uh, to understand where people's heads are at and, 
and kind of do the things that we really should be doing in Harrisburg. So thank you for, for watching today. Thank you so much, Senator Carney. That was terrific. Thank you for hosting us in your office of today. And I'd like to introduce now Kevin McDonald, and he'll say a little bit about himself. He's a brain injury survivor and also an organizer of this event here in Harrisburg. So we uh, turn the microphone over to you, Kevin, and tell us a little bit about why you're doing this today, why you're so involved in this community and this advocacy. Well, thank you, Candace. Um, I'm proud to do things like this and advocate and, and try to create awareness and educate others about living life with, with brain injury after you sustain this trauma. Um, you know, it, it's called traumatic for a reason. It's a trauma to not only me as a survivor, but a trauma to my family and everyone around me. Um, it's also one of the um, one of the undisclosed things about brain injury as far as doctors go is they don't tell you that it's lifelong. They don't tell you what it's gonna be like in five years, 10 years, whatever. Um, here I am almost 14 years out and I still have my own deficits. However, I learn strategies, um, hear other stories and, and do what I can to, to make things as good as, as I can for myself, my family, but for others. If there's 540,000 people in Pennsylvania living with brain injury, there's 5.3 million living across the country with brain injury. And many of those have been forgotten, undiagnosed, misdiagnosed. You know, it's vital to me that we do whatever we can to, to, to create awareness in our community, to educate, uh, to put programs into schools, to, to change a culture, to teach today's young people about what it's like with brain injury. Uh, I, I'm an older guy. You're not going to change my culture. It is what it is, so to speak. But we can change the culture of others. We, as a football coach, we always taught players to keep an eye out for the guy next to you in the huddle. Um, because the reality is players, when they hit their heads or they're not feeling right, they don't want to tell the coach because then they're usually put out of the game for a couple of weeks um, or longer. So we want the kid next to them to, to tell the coach what's going on. We want society to talk to us about their neighbor, their parent, their brother, their sister, aunt, uncle, whatever, and recognize that something is different with them. Their eyes look funny, their speech is slurred, things that we can do and, and try and point them in the right direction to find help, uh, to get some knowledge out there across the state of Pennsylvania and, and the area and beyond where we can do to help those brain injuries that have not happened yet, so to speak. So thank you to Senator Carney for having us in the Capitol today. Uh, it's been an honor to create this, this um, awareness event, the, the vision with the help of Melissa Carmen and do what we can to, to create assistance for anyone that you may know of who, who needs some kind of help. So thank you. Kevin, that's terrific. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's remarkable. And you mentioned Melissa Carmen, who's sitting here with you, and she is a staunch advocate as well because of her experience with a traumatic brain injury. And I'd like to, Melissa, you've done a terrific job organizing this event, all grassroots, and reached out to our legislators to help you in this effort to bring awareness. Tell us why you're doing this. What is the what is it in your heart that tells you that this is the right direction for you right now? I'm doing this because I'm a severe traumatic brain injury survivor. And so of 25 years, October 17 and 93 was my car accident. So all I hear anymore is there's a lot of people that um, that sustain a concussion, which is a mild traumatic brain injury. So there's so many people that are not diagnosed and they're kind of falling through the cracks. And so we are trying to make uh, Brain Injury Awareness Day um, significant so people understand 
uh, what brain injury is. There's so many cognitive effects and, and balance and vestibular issues. And um, we, just want, uh, we just want people to know um, what brain injury is about and uh, so they can get the best care that they can. And tell us a little bit more about your program. So you have, we've invited brain injury survivors to attend this event in the Rotunda in Harrisburg. And what kind of a day, what does your day look like, your schedule? So our schedule is from 10.30 to 11.30, which is passed. We did the, um, some of the legislators spoke, um, and then we had some stories and uh, about brain injury stories. And then we have from 11.30 to one o'clock, you speak with your legislators about brain injury, traumatic brain injury, and some some could go into medical or some could go, they can go whatever topic that they feel that is necessary to um, address, to um, get the word out about brain injury. And then we have from one to two is our um, reception. And then from two to three is a brain injury panelist. So we have someone from Bren, we have Gina coming from Bren Mar Rehab um, down in Malvern that uh, she's gonna speak about vestibular issues after traumatic brain injury. We have uh, Susan, who is a mother and um, her daughter, Heather, who um, Heather sustained a traumatic brain injury. And um, they will talk about how it, how it is for a caretaker, which is mom and um, yeah. And so it's just about advocacy through. What a terrific, what a terrific <laughs> so program. I can't thank you enough organizing all this. It's really incredible the work you've done. And I would also like to introduce to you Anne-Marie McLaughlin. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Yes. Uh, I wanted, yes, Anne-Marie McLaughlin. It's a long one to remember. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I know. <laughs> Anne-Marie is the president of the Brain Injury Association of Pennsylvania. And I'd like to ask you, Anne-Marie, what is it about the association that keeps us coming back? Why is this important to that population that you represent? Oh, certainly. So the Brain Injury Association of Pennsylvania, it really focuses on support and advocacy for the brain injury community, as well as their caregivers. And uh, I would just encourage anyone who's listening to maybe look at our website, biapa.org, where you can find out ways in which we do offer that support. We've collaborated with the Department of Health, for example, on some research projects that are very important, looking at outcomes of brain injury, uh, but also in terms of support. We, there's um, a wide network of support groups across the state that are available to both survivors as well as caregivers. Um, we have a conference coming up at the end of June, June 26 to the 28th, where there's a lot of experts coming to speak about brain injury rehab and outcomes, but also support. Um, one of the significant issues that many people with a brain injury deal with, as Kevin and Melissa were saying, years post is just a sense of isolation, of fitting back in and having meaningful time spent mm -hmm. every day. So and so the conference is a way for people to connect and um, we also have the uh, brain injury resource line, which is near to my heart in terms of just being a number to call to get resources that are available for um, even professionals who think they already know everything, but you know, the, the clients and the caregivers as well. Again, that website, biapa.org will guide you to all of these um, aspects. Mm -hmm. Excellent, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. My and our guest 
Dr. Drew Nagel is joining us as well, and he is the co-chair, my one of the co-chairs to the Brain Injury Coalition. We're partners in crime in uh, working with our legislators. And can you tell us, Dr. Nagel, a little bit about why you're joining us today? Well, Candace, you made me come, first of all. <laughs> yes. uh, but thank you for that. Um, so um, we are co-chairs of the uh, Pennsylvania Brain Injury Coalition, which is a um, it's comprised of people with brain injury, uh, family members, organizations like the Brain Injury Association and uh, the Pennsylvania um, uh, Rehabilitation Community of Providers Association. Uh, so, it, and Disability Rights is on our group too. Indeed, so indeed. it's a, a wide uh, group of advocates that um, look at what are the outstanding issues uh, for people living with brain injury and their families and where do they need the most help. And then we work with, um, with our, uh, our, our Pennsylvania Brain Injury Caucus to, uh, if there's legislation that's needed or if there's um, uh, some uh, influence needed for certain state departments to, to do um, uh, their job to help people with brain injury. So, uh, and I'd like to share with you some of the current issues that please, are before us at the do. Brain Injury right. Coalition that are that we hear from our mm -hmm. from our uh, our constituents who uh, where they need the most help. And one is. Uh, to get access to what we call post-acute neurorehabilitation. That's the kind of care that people need after they're hospitalized, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but right after they're hospitalized so that they um, can continue to benefit from rehabilitation at that point in time when um, they most need it. Yeah. Um, what we find it's is a, a lot- critical time. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people don't get care during that time. They just try to go back to their lives. And mm -hmm. Melissa, you did a great job of um, saying what happened to you uh, in many of that, in that gap period. And it, it can be really tough. People can get anxious or depressed or turn to substance uh, uh, abuse if they don't have the right help at the right time. So that's, that's one of our priorities is to get that help more available right after the hospitalization. Another priority is really brought about by the opioid crisis. And um, we find that there's uh, a lot of people getting anoxic brain injury as a result of not knowing what, how much they're taking in drugs. And if there's fentanyl mixed in, uh, they become unconscious uh, and uh, the brain can only survive for four to six minutes without oxygen. And sometimes they're out for hours before they're discovered, given Narcan, and resuscitated. Mm -hmm. But during that time, they're they're getting anoxic brain injury. And so we need to educate and train our healthcare professionals uh, about this mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. these people are just being resuscitated and then released from the ER without any, any access support. to services. Mm -hmm. So that's a priority. Also working uh, to provide systems change within our correction system, our adult corrections and juvenile justice, uh, where there is an over-representation of people who've had acquired brain injury, um, sometimes almost four times as much as in the regular population. Uh, ensuring educational supports for children with brain injury, including concussion, 
supporting tele-rehab as a method of increasing access to neuro-rehab. Mm-hmm. That's one of the programs mm-hmm. Anne-Marie mentioned. That That's the silver lining to COVID is we have yeah. this opportunity on Zoom. We figured out that, that there population. was a way to reach people above North 80. Yes, uh, yeah. 80 That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, and then assuring access to supported employment because people want to get back to work if they can after brain injury and making sure that that, that is available to people. And also really working to find wherever brain injury is overrepresented in, a, in subpopulations like um, people who are homeless, people in the mental health system, um, people who are victims of domestic violence, um, both the victims and sometimes even the perpetrators, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then people who are suffering from substance abuse, as you pointed out, Melissa. So, um, and then you know, we what we really like to do on our advocacy day is encourage all of our legislators who are not already members of the Brain Injury Caucus to join the Brain Injury Caucus. Yes, so yes. that's what we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Dr. Nagel, that was terrific. I think you, we've all captured, I thank you so much for this panel. We've really captured what how important it is to whatever state you're in that you would actually play an active role in advocacy and uh, make meaningful change for your brain injury survivors, your fellow brothers and sisters that are struggling. So thank you very much. Thank you to the brain injury community in Pennsylvania for, for speaking to representatives and congressmen and women about brain injury. As you heard, we encourage everyone listening to join your local advocacy group and make it a point to educate our legislators about the effects of brain injury on their constituents and to pass bills that supports them. So please subscribe to our podcast and share it with others. There are millions, as Kevin pointed out, that are still struggling that you could help by providing this information. You can be a partner with us. Join us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, leave us a message. And please know you are not invisible to us. We believe in you. Here's my virtual hug. <laughs>